as part of the program entitled Awakening Through COVID-19. In this episode, I will be speaking with Rebecca Watson. Rebecca worked in the law profession for many years and is now a self-employed international coach and trainer. She lives in Rochester in England. I'd like to just check in to see how you're doing now on the 7th of May 2020. Um, I'm actually today in quite a good place, Um, but I've had the last three nights in a row Mm -hmm. quite sleepless and anxiety going on in my mind, woken up at sort of 3.34 in the morning Mm -hmm. and sweating. So I don't know if that's a symptom or if, you know, what's going on, but Mm -hmm. something's definitely going on from a releasing fears or churning fears I would say Mm -hmm. okay and so today right now you're in a good place yeah as I speak now you know just looking out my patio doors the Mm -hmm. river and it's sunny and you know I should be feeling a lot more tired but I'm I'm quite excited about what I'm working on okay nice yeah so what has been your experience over the last month or so it's actually been, I think compared to others, I've been very, very blessed because mm-hmm. I used to live in London. I moved out three years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I've been able to leave my beautiful apartment overlooking a river and walk straight out into nature and across farms and mm. have amazing views. So I would say I've been very lucky in that. and. Um, I've also been able to, you know, do the shopping for my mum and drive over and see her when I drop it off. And I've seen my brother and my nephew because they live very close by, a mm-hmm. couple of metres apart. Although I live on my own, I haven't felt isolated. I've actually seen my family nice. and I've done loads of work. I've seen loads of people on zoom and spoken to friends that Mm -hmm. even friends that I might not have spoken to in years have sort of been back in touch so it's not been too bad okay (laughs) right that's good to hear so what are the if you reflect back are there Mm. are there any learnings that you've taken from this experience I mean what would be your top three learnings oh that's a good question um I mean is I've learned that I'm pretty happy with my own company. I've learned to be, I've really questioned some of my decisions about relationships. The fact that I'm here now on my own. Mm-hmm. My last relationship ended about nearly a year and a half ago. But what I've learned is that I can hear people in the flats around me sometimes Mm. really arguing you know and I've thought actually I've learned that I've made some very wise decisions um and I would rather be on my own than with someone that it's not it's that's not right for me right and the third one I guess I've learned that I can still learn, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Lovely. So, uh, yeah, I've um, 
I've taken this time to learn quite a new, quite a few new things for work to adapt. Mm. I've signed up for new and free courses and you know things that people are offering online that you know I wouldn't normally get access to and I've mm-hmm. started to really enjoy doing some new having some new experiences and I've learned that actually I'm really scared of spiders and there is a <laughs> spider right near my toilet right <laughs> And I have I have two toilets in my flat. So initially I was using the other toilet and then I thought, no, I need to very slowly be okay mm. to sit on my toilet with this spider right next to it. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if that's very useful for that's... any listeners. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're confronting your fears yeah. in your own home. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sort of turned from a fear to potentially my only little conscious friend that lives in my flat with me. (laughs) (laughs) Have you given him a name? (laughs) Not yet, but he's now moved to sort of the corner of my bedroom and he's right right hovering over my bed while I sleep. So I might have to, you know, get a bit more intimate. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you were talking about sweating in your dreams. Do you think yeah. this is something to do with a spider dangling over your head? Well, I did wonder that, but I only <laughs> woke up this morning and yeah. was perfectly happy. You know, sometimes what I do is the sun comes in my bedroom in the mm. morning and then it moves around to my lounge in the afternoon. So yeah. sometimes in the morning I get up, get you know, do my meditation in bed mm. um, and then I sit with a cup of tea, maybe read a book, you know, if mm. I've got time. Yeah. So I was there hours without realizing it was just above my head. Okay. (laughs) It was only when I got out of bed that I saw it for the first time. So, (sighs) okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question about the actual virus itself. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like your relationship is like with COVID 19? Um, Initially, I was quite scared of catching it. Mm -hmm. I actually went into lockdown nearly a week before the government announced it. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm like one of those fast adopters. You know, I went straight on, read Mm. all about what's happening in China, happening in Italy. I predicted what might then happen here and went and got my food and sort of went in. Over time, I've become, that's not really on my mind anymore, to be honest. I'm assuming I won't catch it. And yeah, I sort of had an initial relationship with it. And now it's not really, I'm not relating to it at all. Right. Okay. That's interesting. Has there been anything which has helped you through this time, like music or art or poetry, community maybe? Yeah, there's... There's an amazing, there's a couple of amazing resources that I I found. One actually was a guy who's on Instagram and okay. he's doing breath work and he's doing a free Wednesday and Sunday night breathing, conscious breathing. And so I actively look forward to those nights where I don't watch TV, 
Mm-hmm. At 8.30, I go on live Instagram, follow him. So he's a great resource. And um, I've been... I've been just doing my normal daily practice. I think I'm very lucky in that I was already living on my own, working from home via Zoom, and I already had a daily meditation practice. Um, you know, I've got, I do online yoga. Right. So, yeah, those sorts of things I would say would uh, were helping me in life anyway. Okay, and you just continue to carry those on. Yeah. And I think the other thing is, you know, just this has happened at a time when I'm trying to um, create an online course for leaders mm. with a company in America. Right. And so I was supposed to fly to LA to film okay. my video clips, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once a week that we have a collaborative call about where we're at, they're helping me build the course, mm-hmm. they're hosting it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been a really exciting project and mm. I'm now going to have to record from here. I've sort of had distraction and I've had about 35 clients. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've just started Instagram. I'm just trying to get to grips with how to not cock up an Instagram <laughs> post. <laughs> you know, not yeah. to accidentally post a picture of my foot. Yeah. <laughs> okay so yeah i've been i've been busy you've been with busy. work and being and creative projects that that i love mm. yeah. have you been creating yourself i know i know that you're a you're you're a singer you play guitar and and piano yeah have you been creating your own music yeah i have and again that's always a resource for me that mm. i just sometimes i just have this feeling of you know, I want to switch the TV off and I want to just get my guitar out and sit and mm. just see what comes. So I've created a few, you know, pieces of just the start of songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, in the last couple of years, I've realized how creative I am. It's not really just in the traditional sense, like I'm terrible at art, but I like writing LinkedIn posts, you know, so it's, it's getting in touch with my creativity in all of the ways that I'm creating. So I've just sort of tried to make a lemon cake for the first time. You know, <laughs> it was it was so bad I had to put it in the bin, but <laughs> quite enjoyed <laughs> yeah. the creative That's... process of that. <laughs> what do you feel that your new normal would look like once the doors are open and we get back to normal life, whatever that might be? Would it be any different? I think it would because actually this is very similar to my normal life. But I would normally, as you know, go and get on a train and go to London and meet Mm -hmm. you for lunch and things Mm -hmm. like that. I think think I'd be more um, likely to reconsider whether I'd get on public transport. Mm. Um, You know, my local pub is, is... old oak beamed very small Mm. I love it but I don't know if I'd really go in there so I think my new normal will be the same as it was before but without the group and an intimate sort of connection with with people so I think I'd invite say friends over for a lunch but only two or three 
So do you think that would impact your spending capacity compared to what you were spending before? Yeah, it would because I would I would pay for train fares and pay for lunches and dinner, which I wouldn't do. Yeah, I mean, going on holiday, probably wouldn't get on a plane until I know it's safe. So I wouldn't be traveling. I travel quite a bit. I don't really buy much stuff anyway. So, you know, I like the idea of a circular economy and I like recycling all of my books and my clothes. Where I live in Rochester, there's a lovely old high street with lots of, you know, quite good quality secondhand shops and clothes shops and things. So I'd Mm -hmm. probably just carry on with that. Yeah. And if you were going to let go of one thing when the new normal hits, what would that one thing be? Oh, I'd love to say fear, but I don't think (laughs) I'm that (laughs) enlightened. (laughs) Um, Work in progress. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's interesting as well, because just before this all happened, I decided to stop drinking alcohol. And I didn't say I can never have a drink again. I just, I can't really see the point of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've sort of already let go of that, I suppose. Um, I can't think of anything since COVID apart from that fear. Yeah. I've changed some habits and I'd keep those habits because they've been changed. They're, they're, they're working better for me than before. So there's nothing really new that you would let go of. You just, it's, it's carrying on as you are and you, it almost is as though you prepared for this in terms of letting go of certain things that were there before. Yeah. It's Um, sort of all coincided a shift that already happened for me. Over the years, I've already let go of the competition of the corporate world. Mm-hmm. I came out, set up my own business, doing what I love. And very gradually, my business, instead of coaching leaders in London, it mm. became global. So therefore, I was already at home coaching mm-hmm. by Zoom. And yeah, it's, I suppose, the lifestyle shift for me that would be very different is the amount of travel. Okay. Because, you know, I was supposed, as I said, I was supposed to be in LA filming. I was supposed mm-hmm. to be speaking at a conference in Amsterdam. There's things that I, until we really can go back to fully normal, mm. I, I wouldn't. So I'd let go of plane travel and train travel. Okay. And social environments that are intimate. That are crowded. Crowded, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. What would you like to see happen in the world then when, when we get through this? Oh, to see many, many more people working from home. That mm-hmm. would be my number one because I think it's much healthier for us to not have to commute. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's healthier for the planet to not have, you know, all these car fumes and planes and the, mm-hmm. the transport. So I think I would love for people to live their lives in more balance at home with their families. I would hope that Boris Johnson 
as well as the rest of the nation would really see the value of the NHS. Mm-hmm. And we would, you know, I think this is a time for people to really analyse what do I really value? What's mm-hmm. really important to me? Yeah. And I think as a nation, that's got to come out on top of yeah. how do we take care of people that are old and people that are sick? Um, the vulnerable in our society. Yeah, exactly. For free. You know, it's yeah. the mark of the level of consciousness of a society that we mm. all pay our tax um, mm. for a reason. Mm. I, I don't, you know. So, yeah, I would hope that those two spring to mind. I mean, one of the things when you mentioned values, the, the shift in values and the priorities, I do sense that health is now the number one because of everything that we've been through. Yeah. I think right now people yeah. have all, it's like a leveling playing field, isn't it? Whoever mm. you are in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing yeah. to think whoever you are in the whole world, actually it doesn't matter because we're all human mm-hmm. and we could all get sick of yeah. this thing. It's like a, a spiritual intervention, I would say. The other thing I'd really like to see, and I think this will br- what this is doing for the world, is that for years and years and years, as a as a global, you know, all these different nations have mm-hmm. been trying to find a global solution to a global problem, which is saving the planet. And because it hasn't impacted immediately mm-hmm. individuals then it's it's not really happened and i think what covid has done is it's impacted our all of us our lives immediately right in our faces and it's another global problem and it it's can only have a global solution and i hope that because of covid you yeah. start to think more globally as a human race rather than my nation versus yours i mean that would be my hope and on the other side of that I believe that as soon as these powers start to rise, mm-hmm. there's an equal and opposite shadow, which will be, you know, a possibility of the globe, the world going into uh, depression. And mm-hmm. out of depression, we know what happens next. There being a war probably started between America and China. That's also possible. Yeah. Well, let's see. Yeah. So what wisdom would you like to share with those that are listening? Oh, I think that we would do well to start thinking of ourselves as all the same. We're a human race. You know, what comes to mind, I don't know who, who said this, but I love this. Instead mm-hmm. of thinking of ourselves as humankind, we need to think ourselves of ourselves as kind humans. Yeah. I think it's touched a lot of people's heart and generosity and compassion and gratitude. And I would hope that we can keep that going. That was my conversation with Rebecca Watson. What COVID-19 is teaching us is to confront our fears closer to home. Spiders can be our friends. We can still learn. 
As a human race, we can think of ourselves as humankind, but we need to start thinking of ourselves as kind humans. Thank you, Rebecca. Rebecca shared her music preference for this period of time after our conversation. This and the resources mentioned during our conversation are on the New Works website on the podcast page. We will be back with a new conversation next week, so do subscribe to our podcast channel for some more inspirational conversations with some pretty incredible people around our world.